the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one God. Amen. The theme of this second Sunday before Lent is the Last Judgment. And today is also Meet Fair Sunday. And this is going to be the last day uh, before we begin to fast from meat. And the fast from meat is both a reminder and for our training. Uh, as a reminder, participating in the Lenten fast, it reminds us of Moses' time on the mountain, the years in the wilderness, our Lord's fast in the wilderness, times of trial and hardships, but steps ultimately through those uh, hardships, ultimately celebration and victory. And our fast leads us to the great celebration of Pascha. And as I said, the theme of this Sunday is the last judgment. In the gospel today, Christ describes this last judgment. And it's actually a lesson about Christian love. And it was out of love that God sent Christ to come on the cross for our salvation. He first loved us. We each have been given the gift and grace of Christ's love. We, in turn, should love as we have been loved. Thus, on whether or not we've accepted this responsibility, and on whether we have loved or refused to love, shall we be judged. In our gospel today, Christ reminds us that when you've done it unto the one of the least of these, my brethren, you did it unto me. In our gospel, I mean, excuse me, in our epistle reading, I mean, so that was our gospel reading. In our epistle reading today, we're also reminded how important it is to treat others out of love. We need to keep in mind what St. Paul wrote to the Corinthians as we enter Lent. Now, he's not addressing a fast per se, but he is discussing uh, about eating meat or not eating meat, and a specific question about eating meat that's been sacrificed to idols. Now, throughout the Roman Empire, animals were sacrificed to pagan, quote, gods at feasts and public occasions. And part of that, of each of those offerings, was used in a ceremonial meal. And then some of the remaining was offered to the public. So, should Christians partake of this meat? Uh, should, you know, should a, someone even get this for their family to eat or not? And Paul writes that we know idols are nothing. Uh, they're nothing but uh, images, if you will, but in, uh, in, in bad images, if you will. But there's nothing to them. There's only one God. There's only one God that we worship. And thus he describes how it really doesn't matter about the meat, whether it's offered to an idol or not. The, the, the issue here that he's really addressing, he says that whatever we do, we don't need to be a stumbling block to others, though. If a fellow Christian is unsure and felt like eating this type of meat would be some sort of association with the worship of idols, then you should avoid doing that with them out of respect for their conscience. See, the focus is not on ourselves, but on others. We should always act out of love for others in what we do. 
Fasting is not for impressing others. And fasting is, you know, it's not for show. It's not even really much for others to be aware of about us. Fasting is not for earning our salvation or earning points with God. We fast not because, you know, meat's not good this time of year. You know, that's not the reason why we fast. We fast for our own discipline. We learn to better control our appetite as we fast, and then we can better control ourselves in times of temptation. It's a training. We can also take care that we don't just fast legalistically. Don't do it just because that's what we're supposed to do. We, we, the real battle is in our hearts. We do it because we want to train ourselves. To, tr- to learn that we can let go of something like meat when we need to. And then we can let go of something uh, spiritually that we need to let go of when we need to. Because we've learned how to do it. Eating is, you know, a very impulsive action. In and of itself, eating meat is not sinful. But we can learn to control our basic impulses. Control while we eat then we can learn to control our other actions and avoid falling prey to the sin of loss of self-control. And the point of the epistle reading, any out of love towards our brother, is also tied to our gospel reading. The question in the epistle meeting is concerning meat, where the meat used for sacrifice could be eaten in good conscience. It also helps illuminate the last judgment as recorded in our gospel reading. For the true question about the actual eating of meat is more about love for our brother. Another one who may not feel comfortable about eating it, then we should not do that. We should not do something that would cause them to stumble. If we do not care enough for those about us to refrain from acting to their detriment, we're showing actually a callousness to the Lord himself. As we treat others, we are treating the Lord, is what we learn from our gospel reading. <laughs> the love we have for men is inseparable from the love we have from him whose image they bear. How we loved and express that love to others will become apparent. The things Jesus talks about in the parable day are simple things. Anybody can give them a piece of bread, a cup of water, a welcome, a piece of clothing, a visit. Nobody is so poor they cannot offer something to someone else when they see that kind of need. It is our love, our lack of love, that will be apparent on the day of judgment. So as we begin our fasting for meat tomorrow, remember these things. The purpose of the fast is for your own self-discipline not for its effect on others. If one day you slip up, don't let it throw off the rest of the time of Lent. Just get up, go back to keeping the fast. That's how you train to persevere. If you fall down, you get up and you keep going. That's what we do with sin. We don't just say, oh, well, I've sinned. I guess I'll just give into this sin from now on. No, we give up, we get up. We come to God asking for forgiveness and strength to not sin again and move forward. And we should always look to others in love, how our actions will affect them. 
And remember that we will be judged at the last judgment based on how we have loved and treated others. How we treat others, even the least of them, is how we do it unto Christ. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit.